This is it. We get to change the world right now. Right in this moment. We get to change the world. We get to show the world that we could go gold. We could go platinum with knowledge, information, saving lives. We get to show the world. Yo. Can you hear me now? All right, man. We got to start this whole thing again. <laughs> Yo. You... The, if you if you have this scripted, if this is scripted, it's way easier to have that glitch and then just be like, you know, pick up and just keep it moving. But if you're not scripted, uh, you, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my goodness. Replace those little moments. But anyway, long story short, what I was saying was. Um, and thank you, AC, for uh, you know letting me not ramble on too long. Without knowing that <clears throat> my microphone was the the app was like trying to get my camera to be the microphone. Anyway, what I was saying was that the feedback from last week's uh, classes were good. So what I'm gonna try to do is have like a little breakout session afterwards to kind of hit the main themes. I'm gonna try to do that every week. So we have like the children's, and then we have the the teacher's edition, you know. Then we have the teacher's edition. Yeah, man, that was crazy, bro. 
Good catch, though, AC. All right. So, anyway, the main, um, the main focus in story two, right? There's a couple of new little things. We introduce DNA, right? We kind of repeat music over and over, right? We give them that a few times. Um, we give them soul a few times, right? We give them music. We give them soul, repetitive concepts. We talk about the uh, first atom being made by electrons. We talk about the first electrons, right? Magic, universal sound in carbon. Magic, universal sound in carbon and self-organizing universal light. Anytime you want to. That's like an indefinite. Those are indefinite rabbit holes of quality conversation for you and the, and the babies. Like, I, I ride my bike and walk everywhere. That's what we do. So on our way to the supermarket we might try to rebuild the pyramids or <laughs> conversation be epic you know what i'm saying so that's the cheat code for you know really teaching these babies you know that's the cheat code interest and just just engaging them you know what i'm saying like just engaging them on it um So these are kind of some recurring concepts, but the main concept of story two is the basically the overall life of a T cell or a stem cell becoming a T cell. And then kind of like zooming in to all what that entails. Right, all with that entails. I'll be honest. I can't wait. <laughs> like I literally can't wait for this to be a cartoon movie because this this second story was literally probably in my imagination for more than a decade when i first start really studying t-cells i literally just like kind of saw it visually playing out in my mind and i think maybe it's because of <clears throat> having a little bit of information and knowing what's going on in there then mixed with some life experiences and you know for me immediately the thymus just came alive as a jujitsu school that's just it just literally came alive for me as like a like a hybrid between a masonic school and a jujitsu school somehow that's that's where my mind goes you know what i'm saying and so that's the trick to really learning this information it's not really like 
force feeding a whole bunch of dry, boring stuff into your brain or your child's brain is finding a way for it to not be dry, boring stuff. It's like it's something else when you see it, you know. So for me, that's the way it hits. And when I sit down with people, the thing that I the thing that I've I've learned, I guess, over the years about learning, right? That's probably one of the things I've I took away most from uh one of my early mentors, uh, Brother Kaba, was that even if you learn a specific type of information, just because you learned it and mastered it even doesn't mean that you're able to teach it. You still need to learn how to teach in order to be an effective teacher. So just because you know something doesn't mean you could teach that thing that you know. You know what I'm saying? You still need to learn how to be an effective communicator or teacher, teacher to, to, to transfer that information. So, um, yeah. So for me, it just helps to see stuff in stories and then communicate it in stories. And then people will just be able to struggle with the vocabulary. And the vocabulary is going to be what the vocabulary is because in the human body, almost everything is like, a Latin word that doesn't even make any real sense in real time. So it's much easier to just kind of learn what stuff does, how it works by overlaying a familiar template onto it. You know, so for me, like I said, the thymus always interested me because It's almost like the thymus is dead, right? You never hear about it. You don't really hear about the, the thymus or the spleen. Like you, in conversation, liver pops up. You black or Latino, trust me, in conversation, pancreas at some point is going to pop up. Everybody mentions stomach every day in regular conversation. Yo, my stomach hurt. Man, my stomach is aching. Yo, my stomach is... You say stomach all the time. Stomach is on deck. My heart, my brain, my lungs, you know. Spleen, thymus, nobody mentions that, right? Rush hour, made thyroid famous, right? That was only famous in the black community. Then after Chris Tucker put the jokes in the joint, then everybody, okay, oh, she fat. Oh, she got a she got a thyroid. Oh, what? She better stop eating thyroid. So thyroid famous. Spleen famous. I'm like, yo, they gotta be doing something. What are they? What are they doing? Like, what's happening with them? You know what I'm saying? So, just put some time in, and in my mind, that's you know, that's how I see things. You know, in in more of a vivid. So that story was already writing itself, you know? And um, yeah, just getting the children some experience in like jujitsu school. You see, they have a preference. They've been to like three different jujitsu schools. Yeah, we had three different schools we was in at one point. But you see, they got preference, they spoiled. They like the one that's the furthest, most expensive, hard to get to from the house. That's the worst, worst one for me. 
is the one they like the most. But that's Gracie. That's actually by the Gracie family. So we got to meet the Gracies. And yeah, they're dope. That program is really nice and it's clean and the walls are really shiny. And <laughs> it's not like the thymus. The thymus is like this school we went to right over here off the road. I don't even know if this school that I'm talking about is a good type of school for you to go to if you want to learn martial arts. Because as soon as you walk in the door, they just start, they just jump right on you. You fighting immediately. It ain't to the last 10 to 15 minutes that they start talking and making sense out of things. Other than that, as soon as we walked in, they was like, hey, Stan, uh, Perform a choke on that guy with the white shirt on. Start choking that guy out right there. All right, look, his friend, the tall one. Hey, Ralph, go ahead and choke that one down. Hey, guys, just act natural. Don't worry about it. Just do whatever. Just respond. They're going to start choking you, and you just feel free to just go ahead and, you know, just feel free to respond however you would naturally when they start to choke your neck. It's going to happen very quickly. Just just let them get a grip. No, no, let them get behind you, get a grip. Okay, all right. Uh, when I say go, the guys will cut oxygen, and then we'll see what you guys got. You, you guys are going to go from there. Once you have no oxygen, go from there. <laughs> Yo, what I tell you, they whooped our tails that first day up the road. That was crazy. Shout out to my bro, Van. They, they whooped us that first day. That was crazy. And my kids was there. So, so that was a, a lessons on multiple levels. Yeah, they believe in humbling. So as soon as you come in there, it's rumbling immediately. Period. But um, that's the main thing I wanted to just take, take everybody on that journey. So everything is actually there. I see you, Marv. Everything is actually there that you would need to... Um, Like take it off, take it out of the story, starting with starting with the uh magical books that Terry studied, right? Thymosine, thymopoetin, and thymotaxin. Right. Since we in the answer sheet, let's 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 go ahead and hit this like Do this like we supposed to do this. All right, so we get an idea of what we're doing. So in the story, these are books. These are books that Terry is studying. Right? These are books that she's studying. Now keep in mind that everything inside your body is an information carrier of some sort anyway. So let me see something. What happens if we just type in thymic factors?
Now, let me ask y'all a question. This would be a good, this ain't really got nothing to do with what we're doing right now, but this will be like a, a super dope bonus question. I don't know. My mind is in contest mode, so I'm trying to think of contest. But if you got all your books in one of them books, I don't even know what book it is. I'm terrible. In one of them books, you have the language of melanocytes, right? The language that melanocytes use to regulate your body, right? Immune system and everything else. Uh-oh. Immune system and everything else. So is that a stop or a go? And what book is that in? You got 60 seconds. Come on, a lot of y'all got the red books. This is this ain't got nothing to do with the blue books. This is in the red books. Which red book is this in? Which red book is this in? Or is this not in any of the books? IL2. What does IL2 do for melanin? Upregulate or downregulate melanin production. Nah, it ain't in the gold notes. Ha ha. Nope. All right, we moving on. That's just a bonus question. If you could figure that out, that's gangster. But I ain't going to hold us up on that. That ain't what we doing. <clears throat> we over here. We over here. Actually, we on page seven in the book, just in case you got your book, book two in front of you. Real Biochemistry 2, Hip Hop Children and Novice Biochemistry, right? We looking up these books that Terry was studying.
All right, so these are the books that she's studying. So obviously she was ready. Can we get a wiki on this one? Oh, we're not going to get a wiki on it? Okay. See, it's not even that much information floating around. This is, in, this is insane. You need all three of these key pieces to figure out Terry needed all three of these key pieces to figure to get to work her way through school. <laughs> Either way, Terry needed all three of these to work her way through school. So just giving you the um, just letting you see the stuff outside of the story so that way you know where to go to take it to the next step. Right? All right, so these are the three books. These are the three main magic books she's studying to get through school. What did she learn in school? All right, what did she learn in school? Nurse cells are a real thing. What did she learn in school? She eventually learned how to control light and sound, use these long, crazy straws like swords, how to make packages to ship genes, move water, gas, and many more something. So as a stem cell moves through these rings, inside your thymus rings just like a tree bark uh one of the babies was saying something like trees like they're growing like trees the body has a lot of similarities with trees and trees have a lot of similarities with the human body they they have a lot of things that they share in common in terms of um biochemistry just how they just how they work right um but these little action scenes, you know, these little action scenes are literally real things. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of takes some imagination because when you look at this stuff under microscopes, it just looks like sometimes it looks like one blob and then there's another blob. <laughs> It's like one blob, then there's another blob, but then there's like mixing of the blobs, and then there's like one. one. So you can think of it like this. You see a red blob and a blue blob, and then the two blobs are fighting. The fighting is the blobs mixing. So there's like some purple, there's some red, there's some blue, but at some point, it's just going to be all blue or all red. And that's when you'll know, you know. Um, yeah, and it looks kind of like flickery, you know, and you might see a tube or something like a, like a, almost like a sword come out. Like you, you, you know, it's, if you have imagination, 
you know, um, it helps, you know, but the more you realize that what's going on inside you is like what's going on outside you, it'll start to make sense. And then the healing stuff, right? So for instance, if we really get it in our mind that cells send mail, I'm really serious. Like they send mail, like Amazon packages come to your door, packages are flying through your body. A lot of the people that's having problems with them PCR tests, it's because you have cellular debris from cells breaking down, but you also have cellular debris from these messages that's not able to hit their targets from these messages that's not able to hit their targets because you might have some biofilms or certain other things that's in a way blocking this stuff from getting through you know so biofilms like a little gang you know what i'm saying they might set up shop somewhere and now your your amazon truck is scared to go over there because the amazon truck stopped they jumping on it robbing the amazon truck like that that literally happens in the news you can see that happen in chicago or la or you know the bronx you know you know but you can also see that happen inside your body and so inside your body when they describe it again the description is dry whereas so for me i use those moments I use those moments like somebody showed me something in a clip or we watching a movie and something's going on. I'm like, oh, now hold on, pause that real quick. That's just like we're just whoop. Dad, uh, yeah, dude. And then we look it up. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, all right, we go back to the movie. Well, but you had a moment. And so that is the whole thing that we're trying to really focus in on with this whole program. Is just creating more of those moments. We focused a lot the last few decades on making asses out of ourselves to go viral. This is the time capsule. When our children become adults and we're no longer here to speak for ourselves, they're going to look at our timelines to figure out who we are. And for most of us, it's not good. We're going to have a whole angry generation coming because of these timelines. All of the kids going to be ashamed of their mamas. These are facts. The boys going to be ashamed of their dads. It's facts. It's coming. It's definitely coming. Think about, think about the first thought your child would have if they go on your page and they see you got 5,000 videos or 5,000 posts or pictures or whatever. You got a million pictures, wherever you got up there. And they in one. Real fuzzy and in the back. They barely in that one. You got 5,000 videos up. You ain't got none with your kids in it. And you're like, oh, dad must have loved us. Where was we? <laughs> he didn't care about us? Did he take care of us? Did we was he ever come around? Like, we can't tell by looking at the social media. Did they read books? Were they students? Did they read? Did they study? 
did they build? Was they no? If you're not there to tell them you did it, where's the evidence that you did it? Because that's how things are going. Things are getting more transparent and more superficial. And everything has to be like, boom. His, his, I, boom. No, I, I could I could easily prove to you we did it because here it goes. See, that's where we at. Now the cameras are everywhere. Receipts are required for everything. And your timeline is a massive receipt book. So my goal is, is not to stop the ratchetness. Just, just so we're clear. Just to add those moments with your children where you had that one 30 second clip with your daughter. So when she was making up her mind you know, you had that one clip when she was four years old where she might have said something crazy and you caught it on camera with her and y'all had a little dialogue. And now here she is 15 years later, 20 years later, making her college decision. And instead of going to Chick-fil-A for the sure thing, she's going to gamble it all because... Somehow from watching that message, she believes that she could be the next black biochemist to do whatever. So instead of just opting out with the little social worker gig or working at Walmart or, you know what? I'm gonna throw these dice. I'm gonna throw these dice. Why not? We going in. We going all the way in. I'm about to be the next head biochemist for whoever. Yeah. Just because y'all did the video and posted it on your page and you gassed her up, you, you pumped her up. She was four or five. She thought she was deep. So that was it. You couldn't tell her she wasn't. 20 years later, she still thinks she deep. Now she's going to be a biochemist somewhere or whatever. Right. Because otherwise, if there's that booty video that most moms be trying to get with their daughter around three years old, four years old. And instead of going off to do that biochemistry thing. <laughs> I don't even need to fill in the blank on that side of the story. We know how the other side of the story work out. Right. We already know how that works. So anyway, we want to have these videos. I want to have videos with me talking to my kids when they five and 10 about things that even most adults don't understand. So that way, when they're walking around, they feel like they got some sort of intangible internal thing that nobody else really knows about. Like it's a secret thing, but it makes them better than everyone else gives them an edge so when they're sitting in their math test and they're looking at some questions they never heard before they could say they said you know what if that kid right there could do it i can do it <laughs> that's what got me through a lot of tests 
People always said I was a great test taker. I worked good under pressure, but that's the only thought that I'd be having in my mind. I'd be looking around the room and I just keep telling myself that I'm not the dumbest guy in here. And that led me to like some of the highest scores that, you know, like I've always been really like honors, but I'm saying the results are honors results. But in my mind, I never had like those high, you know, I never thought that way of myself. In my mind, I'm just thinking, you are not the dumbest nigga in here. Just relax. If that guy with that outfit on, that I know that's like really superficial too, but it's okay to be superficial if being superficial helps you to get deep. Now, somehow, that's not going to make sense for a lot of people, but somebody's that's going to work for somebody, and I'm telling you. It's okay to be superficial if being superficial helps you to get deep. And I used to be thinking that, even though I know now that that was probably super ignorant on many levels. But in my mind, in those moments, it was working. I'm looking around. I'm like, there's no way I would have wore those socks with that. Like, I'm like, if you put that belt with them socks and that shirt, you're supposed to fail this test. <laughs> this is how my mind is thinking. I'm like, yo, nah, bro. You can't come to a test with that kind of outfit on. Just because you got that kind of... Just, where's your mom? Where's the other people that love you, bro? Like, no, your whole family deserves for you to fail this test. Because nobody stopped you. Like, bro, your mom was supposed to catch you at the door. Oh, 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 go take them socks off, boy. Somebody. Your brother, your father, uncle, the doorman. Even when you get downstairs waiting for the bus, your team, where your homies at? They're supposed to be like, oh, bro, we still got another 11 minutes, man. You got to run upstairs and, yeah, offer you some joints out the book bag. Like, oh, I still got an extra pair of my, yeah, let me give you, take them off. You can't have them on. But that helped me out. So you got to think like that. You are well-equipped. God gave you everything you need to succeed. You are not the dumbest person in the room. So if that question is sitting in front of you, you got this. You can do this. And I still think that way. <laughs> I still think that way. That carried me a long way. Because sometimes based on where you're from, when you got to compete or when you got to be in certain type of settings with people that have like more advantageous beginnings, you know, that could be intimidating. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to tell yourself, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not me that's a disadvantage. Trust me. You at a disadvantage. Whatever you thinking in your mind, because I'm getting ready to go in. <laughs> I'm getting ready to go in. serious bro like because you know what it's disrespectful not only to yourself and your hard working family members seriously it's disrespectful to the teacher the other students in class you know what i'm saying maybe you got like a really loud bright like bro you breaking everybody concentration bro you know and then we might have some pretty girls in the class they might start getting like Sad and distraught. Like it's you know, you can't come in looking just looking crazy. You know, now if you got wrinkles, 
or maybe you got like some stains. That's one thing. That's cool. Wrinkles or stains. That's cool. That means that you was about to come to school looking like the guy that deserved to fail the test. But instead of wearing a horrible outfit, you went and found a dirty outfit that looked nice and still smell good. Or you went and got a wrinkled up outfit that you had no time to iron, but it's still coordinated and had more dignity and self-respect than the other mixed up, you know. Yeah. Those are options you might have to hit in the clutch once or twice in your school in your school career. You might have to go in the clutch once or twice. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Just saying. Work some magic with Febreze, but you know, you can't just be looking crazy out there. <laughs> Oh man, all right. I'm going over this story, man. And we out of here. I'm just talking now. All right. <clears throat> Cells are just like small people. So in that pocket where we start off the story, the idea is obviously anthropomorphization. And <clears throat> I guess my long-term communication is that what we know of as a mind is not contained strictly in your brain. Brain is a tool to access mind, but mind, mind is, your body is within your mind. Your mind is, 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 a, is a byproduct of the electrical inner workings of each individual cell. Each individual cell is a living, breathing unit on its own. And so if we start thinking that way, it starts to help us to put the larger concepts together. You know what I'm saying? Everything will start making sense. If we start seeing cells as individuals, then it'll make sense that you need communication, you know, and then you can put together some experiments like, you know, you and your children, everybody goes in the room, you turn off the lights, maybe with pillows. I don't know. It depends. You be careful. Don't try this at home. It might not. If you go to the emergency room, now this then I don't want to say by the emergency room, but we do creative stuff sometimes. So if you turn off all the lights, you have pillows, and you go, hey, you know, go crazy. You know, people might catch a pillow to the eyeball, you know, you might get a, get a pillow to the back of the head, you know, something like that might happen. But then you stop, you know, turn the lights on, and then you know, you just ask. How come nobody's getting hit in the head with a pillow? Yeah, nobody's swinging it. All right, well, let's turn the lights off again. Nobody's swinging the pillow. Everybody walk forward really fast. And if you hit a wall, turn around and just walk in the opposite direction. And everybody keep doing that until people start walking into each other. Boom, 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 boom. And then they start giggling, turn the lights What happened? How come people's walking into each other? So you just find different ways to elucidate the fact that communication is the key for organization, right? The better the communication is, the better the organization, 
right? And then how does that translate? Inflammation, right? People start arguing and fighting. That's like inflammation inside cells. People's arguing and fighting. No communication is going on, right? We've all seen an argument in our house, at the movies, with us and another student at school, getting ready to punch somebody in the face, getting punched in the face. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we know what a fight looks like. It's okay. Don't be scared to introduce these concepts. You children watch WWF. They watch fights. So yeah, it's all right. Don't you? Give them to understand conflict resolution. You got to have these conversations, right? So a lot of different things center around the idea of communication at the cellular level um, in terms of healing, regenerating, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then also on the flip side, when it's not happening, you know, inflammation, dehydration, and some of those other things, a pain signal, a pain signal, right? A pain signal, very important because the pain signal tells the body how, where, and what's required to heal, right? <clears throat> We start to bring in the conversation about the DNA, right? The winding staircase, X marks the spot. The magical staircase is made out of the dirt that can hold self-organizing universal light or the dirt that can hold a soul, right? Three, five, seven are the numbers that are used to replicate the magical staircase. That's actually not like a, you know, that's literally when you open up a textbook and they teach you, um, they teach in school, they teach that the three end and the five end of the DNA, yeah, obviously this is a simplified, but the three and the five, they go through seven steps and you got a new DNA. So that's the first way to remember, even though you're not really remembering anything, but it's good to create a frame of reference in your mind. So the three and the five go through seven steps. And then you have a brand new DNA. Three, five, seven steps, new DNA. Right? Three to five, and then there's seven steps. Let me see if we can. Um, All right, you know what? We're gonna have to show a few pieces because we're definitely not doing a hunt for a good diagram. But this one right here is good because this shows you nice, clear, and bright the seven steps of DNA replication. So this is gonna be a larger conversation. Um yeah, this is going to be a larger conversation. I'm going to bring one of the brothers on and we're going to talk about the whole ABO indigenous FBA that like we're going to have that conversation. But this is important because this is where SNPs or SMPs 
SNPs are created in this process. And that's where you get different haplotypes. And when they trace people back, they look like, oh, yeah, the single nucleotide polymorphic. This is that science, but the beginning of that conversation. So we want to get our babies. See, this is how we, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all not going to really realize fully all these cheat codes, but that's what this after class is. So we can point some of this stuff out. But anyway, so that one gives you really good the seven steps. Then over here, this one just shows you how they label the um, how they label the DNA when they make these diagrams. You see. They give you one strand. Hold on, let's see if we can get a better picture here. Can you get it? All right. That's dope. Yeah. That's not what we wanted. Thank you. All up in my business. Right? Okay, good. Now you can see. Yeah. So you see? We have the three strand and the five strand. goes through seven steps to a new replication. This is the process of crossing over. It's also the process of making new proteins. And this is like a key basic process that what is happening right now? What is going on right now? That was epic. Wow, Apple just uh, bombed us. Is that what it's called? Did they just bomb us right now? I be feeling like they be watching the, the classes, bro. Like, like they be watching to see when they're going to drop their promo on top of my video. All right, so anyway, 357. Easy way to remember DNA replication. Um. And just an easy way to just kind of begin to get the basics down packed so you can have a bunch of different conversations later on, right? Because even the histone, methylation, I mean, just all those conversations start here. The carbon conversation, right? Carbon metabolism, all that starts right here with your DNA. Um what else we got? All right, genes, fabric of time, bone marrow, right? So we got bone marrow as Terry's mom. The C gang. Hopefully, everybody knows that the C gang is the cancer cells. Somebody DM'd me that. I was like, are you serious? So, no, definitely the C gang represents cancer cells. <clears throat> and definitely I took the illusion from the Bible in terms of the interplay story between Terry's aunt and her mom, right? So Terry's mom is telling her, listen, when me and my sister was born, my sister tried to grab my ankle to be the firstborn because she wanted to take the birthright, blah, blah, blah. So you know you have the story in the Bible about 
right? The two brothers, not Cain and Abel. Right, but that's a very real story in terms of yourselves. So I don't know if they got that story. <laughs> I don't know if they got those stories from the biochemistry, but that story lives on in your biochemistry daily. That is how that works. When stem cells replicate, the firstborn, the firstborn gets to go on and make new stem cells. The firstborn gets to make sure it divvies out what type of food and mineral, you know, like whatever you need. Yeah, the first cell handles all that. Resource management and making more babies, making more stem cells. The second born, you Cinderella, not Cinderella, is that Cinderella? I think that's Cinderella, the stepsister. You the bad. You the you know. You just cleaning until dead. You just mopping and sweeping until dead. Yeah. So that is a serious thing. If you was a stem cell, you really would just be. Yeah, you might be really depressed if you came out. If you was born second. You might. You might. You know. It's a hard knock life. It's a hard knock life. All right. Um, also, fun being a vitamin is an interesting concept to engage in. Fun being a vitamin because you get to have conversations about feelings. So, those also make dope videos children talking about their feelings um but be careful be mindful know your life right know your life everybody does not have the luxury of having a life where they could put children um on their social media you know some of you you got stalkers and crazy people you know you, you be be careful you know make sure you Always put security first. People's timelines, you know, people's platforms, right? We talked about um, Mac. Looks like Mac might be terry's love interest in the future right let's go back to that for a second terry thought about leaving her normal headphones blah 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 blah. terry even thought about mac mac was a boy in her grade school that always pulled her hair and bullied her around over the years terry and mac competed at everything she realized that she actually liked Mac as she got older. Terry stopped worrying and being sad about the past, but blah, blah, blah. Okay. This is a very key little uh, passage. This is a very little key, in terms of anatomy in, in the real world anyway, right? Um, again, crucial concepts to really get deeper and deeper into understanding how your immune system works. 
not just learning how T cells work or macrophages work, but how they work together. You know, what what spaces do they compete? You know. Yeah. These cells, these cells be in your body like little dogs sometimes. You can imagine them like that too. You know what I'm saying? If you got 10 dogs, right? Say you got 10 dogs, but you got say you got say you got 10 dogs, and each dog needs like a whole piece of meat to be full and you got five pieces of meat but the five pieces of meat is big they double size pieces so you just cut it in half and then it's enough for all the dogs right but this day you lazy and even though you give them all of the 10 pieces you don't separate them you know what's getting ready to happen you know, it's going to be a couple of dogs that's going to eat day piece and then half or maybe a whole nother piece. And then it's going to be some dogs that barely get anything to eat. That's how your cells can be. So sometimes with nutrition, we got to keep that in mind if we got something specific we're trying to do. And we have to saturate the body. We got to saturate the body. So that's another thing that we find out. Um, That's another thing that we find out in this story is we find out that there's anemia, right? Terry wants to figure out what's going on. There's anemia and baby making is slowing down. So the body, the world that they live in, Baby making is slowing down, meaning the body is losing more cells than it's creating. Right. So you got to start thinking about the health of the body she's in. The body's losing more cells than it's creating. Right. And also the body is becoming very anemic. The body's becoming anemic. And the body is not reproducing new cells. So think about all those things as we go on forward, because that's what Terry's mission is. Terry's taking upon herself to figure out how to save the world. Right? And that's where she's at with it. That's where she's starting there. So. That's what we was going to talk about. I wrote that down. So we can talk about LeBron's movie. Okay. Maybe on the next one. All right. So.
This is it. We get to change the world right now. Right in this moment. Your support is greatly needed. Greatly appreciated. And we utilize 100% of the support in the continuing. It ain't no fun when a rabbit got the gun, you heard?